0: You are listening to ReachMDXM233, the channel for medical professionals. Optimizing your practice. Why doctors don't do it. Understanding your practice management. Welcome to the Business of Medicine. I'm your host, Dr. Larry Caskell. Joining me today is Kim LaFontana, Vice President of Operations at Athena Health, Inc. Kim was a healthcare consultant to various health insurers and heads the Payer Performance Management Group at Athena Health. She oversees the payer rules engine that currently has over 40 million various payer coding rules that live in real time on a web-based practice management system. Welcome, Kim. Good morning. Kim, can you tell me some of the challenges that medical practices are facing today trying to optimize their practice workflow?
1: Um, Oh, sure. Wow. Well, there are so many, but I'd say that the main challenge that we see, and we serve physician clients all over the country, Um, The main challenge we see is that medical practices end up spending an enormous amount of their time dealing with just day-to-day administration of getting their claims paid, everything from remembering for various payers what the policies are to understanding various patients' benefit packages to understanding high-deductible health plans. And that just consumes an enormous amount of time and energy and cost in a medical practice And it really comes at the expense of being able to do more productive activities like making sure your schedule is optimized or thinking about opening a new location.
0: Yeah, it seems pretty overwhelming. Um, What what was it like a few years ago?
1: Um, I'd say from our observation, and we've been in this business about 10 years, is it's getting worse. Some of the things we're seeing going on are just a, a rapid proliferation in the complexity of benefit packages. So when a patient walks in the door with a HMO Blue Plus Plus New England plan, you literally don't know by looking at their card what they're covered for and what they're not. Now, we all know why this is happening. Employer groups are demanding more customized benefit plans for their employees, and the health insurers are responding to their customers, the employers, and, and making those available. But to the provider, it's literally an impossible maze of complexity that results. So there's you know, tens of thousands of permutations of various benefit packages out there now. So so we've certainly seen that get worse over time. And I think that we're at the tip of the iceberg in terms of consumer directed health care and the shift to consumer and what that means for the for the medical practice as well.
0: So it sounds like things are bad now and they're gonna get worse. <laughs>
1: Unfortunately, that's that. That's what it looks like. Yeah.
0: What about these new trends, uh, such as consumerism and pay for performance? Can you tell us what they really are?
1: Um. Sure. I mean, let's take them one at a time. On consumerism, I think, you know, we all applaud the the fundamental sort of hypothesis, which is, if consumers are empowered and have information, they'll make better decisions, and we'll ultimately all have better care. I think that. That sounds great. I think the reality, however, is very different from that. So, for example, I had a baby um, two years ago, and I had to decide where in Boston to have my baby. And uh, I I, I literally, there was no way I could know ahead of time what my out-of-pocket cost would be of having my baby at Beth Israel, where I ended up delivering, versus Cambridge Hospital or Mount Auburn Hospital. The information isn't available to the consumer to make those educated choices, but the philosophy sort of leads you to think would be, what it means for the medical practice is even worse. So uh, our clients see patients in good faith every day who walk in with a, a valid insurance ID card, and they go through all the right steps, and then they send in a claim, and then 30 days from now, they, they'll get a piece of paper in the mail saying, yes, absolutely, that's a covered service, and it's payable. Now go start chasing your patient for that money. So the delay in payment um, is extraordinary, and the, the extra work on the medical profession uh, is 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 scary and growing, and so that's something we're we're definitely tracking really closely.
0: So, how's your baby?
1: <laughs> She's great. She's eighteen months old now.
0: Excellent. So, how did we get into this mess? It just seems like uh, doctors gave away their farm to insurance companies.
1: Um, yeah, I'd say there's some of that. I mean, the medical profession is obviously um, really. Um, hasn't had a voice in a lot of what's happened in healthcare over the last, um, maybe 20 years or so. The healthcare industry is fragmented, uh, in many ways. So, so he who pays the bills, which is generally the health insurer, makes a lot of decisions. Medicare has a lot of power. The employer certainly have enormous power. Um, the, the medical professional doesn't have a lot of power in these negotiations typically. And so a lot of the decisions that have been made have not been to the benefit of the doctor. So take the HIPAA legislation for one. Uh, there was a quote unquote <laughs> legislated standard claim format that rolled out in late 2003. It turned out to not be at all standard and it ended up causing actually more work from our perspective from the physician. So, so since the standard claim format rolled out, Athena, who bills thousands of different insurance companies, now manages more unique claim formats than we did before the standards so that the physician's voice and and position and pain isn't being heard in, in a lot of the decisions that are being made.
0: Kim, can you tell me a little bit about this massive rules engine that you are in charge of?
1: What what Athena set out to do was to try and unravel some of this and make sense of it and help our clients not spend their day thinking about whether or not a given claim needs to have a particular modifier on, on the, attached to the CPT code or whether or not the Um, you know, the physician's taxonomy code is in the right box on the HICFA form. We don't think that's effective use of the staff or the physician's time. So what we've done is built a software tool that's a practice management system, but much more importantly what sits behind that is an enormous knowledge base. Um, So our hypothesis is that this is is certainly um, an integrity problem in this industry, but more importantly a knowledge problem. And so what we've done is created this rules engine, and we've really taken apart every payer in the country's um, adjudication rules. And the way we do that is by looking at their claims and looking at their denials, more importantly. And we write rules that say, oh, if it's Aetna, and if it's these two CPT codes in combination, you better check your chart because they're not going to pay unless you attach a 59 modifier. So we help our clients by prompting them through the process and letting them know when a claim has a fatal flaw uh, before it ever leaves the door.
0: So without these rules physician's offices were left having to remember every particular rule for every different insurance company.
1: Well, in theory, I mean, the reality is that they didn't um, and they don't. So most medical practices today experience a denial rate, something on the order of 30 or 40 percent of what they send out. Um, and so that's all rework on the back end. Very expensive, very painful. Um, so for our clients, we measure a metric called first pass resolve. So we want claims to be submitted once and be successfully closed. Uh, And that happens about 91% of the time now. So our clients are experiencing um, a much lower rate of back-end work um, because we're able to intervene in the front.
0: Kim, some of the new movements that are occurring, such as consumerism and pay for performance, uh, are definitely going to impact medical groups. What can we do to prepare?
1: On the consumerism side, fortunately, the payers have not made the tools available to the physician. So really what we tell our clients is that they need to know at the time of service how much a patient is going to owe them. And that makes a lot of sense and sounds great. It's really extraordinarily hard to do. Um, You need to know what services you provided, what your fees are, what's payable, what the patient's total deductible is, where they are against their deductible. There's so many facts you need to have lined up to be able to say to that patient, you owe me $300. Um, That's what we're encouraging our clients to try and do. On the other end, a big piece of my job is to work directly with the insurance companies and exert a little market pressure on them, um, as the voice now of 9,000 physicians and growing. So Athena has uh, the opportunity to go to the big commercial carriers and the blues plans and say, hey, guess what? This isn't working. Um, Our clients aren't being able to be successful and and collect the money they're owed. And we've made a lot of headway. Um, We've found a lot of cooperative payers out there who are dying for a sort of reasonable voice of a group of physicians to work with and help solve this problem. So I'm actually optimistic that we're going to get there. Unfortunately, right now, there's the, the tools are pretty scarce.
0: So Athena actually provides some accountability to the big players in the field.
1: That's right. We're, we're building these supply chain relationships, um, which is really sort of breaking new ground. And Our theory is this is not a zero-sum game. Um, It's not if the provider wins the payer loses, and vice versa. There's definitely some of that, but we think there's a mutually agreeable way to get all this stuff done, and that's what we're after.
0: Kim, I've been reading about Medicare's new pay-for-performance program, and I was wondering if you could elaborate on that and how practices can function within that.
1: Sure. So uh, Medicare's rolled out a pilot program, and what they're willing to do is when you can demonstrate that you comply with certain clinical guidelines, pay a little extra. So it's one and a half percent bonus opportunity on top of your Medicare collections. So for example, uh if you send in a claim saying you treated a patient with that had a heart attack, if you can demonstrate that you gave an aspirin, um, you're eligible for this payment and have to be X percent of cases. And and so it's a process integrity um, moment in the industry, which is great and we applaud. It's also a knowledge opportunity. And so the the main challenge is we know there are a lot of medical groups that are Complying with these clinical guidelines today, they don't have the capability to, to track and collect the data and know that they did so and report it in a meaningful way. One of the things we're doing is using our rules engine that you mentioned before to help our clients know when one of those opportunities arises and remind them to check their chart and if they did provide the relevant clinical service to go ahead and include that information on the claim in the way Medicare wants to see it. So our clients can be sure that, they, that they're that they getting paid that extra bonus.
0: So the claim will have that information or the electronic medical record?
1: It's on the claim, actually, is how Medicare is collecting the information. So it's a special new G code. It's sort of like a CPT code.
0: And if we do the work, we get an extra whopping 1.5%. That's
1: right. That's right. Wow. Hey, that might keep the lights on in some of these medical groups, right? That's true.
0: It could pay, it could pay the electric bills. Um, with all these changes going through um, or happening around the horizon, What kind of specific steps can a simple practice take just to survive or even to flourish with these changes?
1: I think one thing we advise our clients to do is to just take a step back. I mean, most medical groups in this country are so busy day-to-day fighting fires that they don't take a moment to sort of survey the business they're in, the mix of patients they see, their contracts, the marketplace, the demographics. If you're fighting on the phone with Medicaid all day, you're not thinking about – whether or not you're you're maximizing your collections. And so we think um, thinking hard about sort of how you spend your time and spending it in smart ways um, and maybe bringing in some professionals who know how to do this and and sort of redo sort of the practice workflow and get out of that day-to-day firefighting mode is is certainly one tactic we encourage medical practices to to think about.
0: Well, most of us don't know how to do that, and uh, we're exasperated by even thinking about it. As you know, there's a lot of management software out there, and Athena is one of the smaller players in in the big pond.
1: Small but mighty.
0: Small but mighty. Um, How do you guys view practice management and
1: the solution? Our focus is all on helping our clients not make errors, and so we um, have software and tools that help them through the whole process uh, to help make sure that they collect the relevant information, enter it in the right place, and the claims get created beautifully, cleanly the first time. And so uh, our hypothesis is that you're not spending all day checking individual patient eligibility. Instead, we do that for you automatically through our, through our connections with insurance companies. And what we surface up to our clients are the, you know, 10% or so of patients coming in that day that have an eligibility problem. So the theory is let's give our clients the, the needle, not the haystack, and let them be good at solving problems and not mucking through a lot of routine, low-value-add work.
0: I want to thank our guest, Kim LaFontana, Vice President of Operations at Athena Health Incorporated. I'm Dr. Larry Kaskill. You have been listening to The Business of Medicine on ReachMD XM233, the channel for medical professionals. For comments and questions, send your email to xm at reachmd.com. Thank you for listening.